What up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Pierre's Panic Room. You know how we do. We always have the flyest guests and the flyest show. And this show is no different. All right, we just got a bigger flyer guest this time right here. But before I do all, start off and interview my man, uh, I got to read these comments. Y'all are vicious in some of these comments. So let me see what my people have uh, pulled out. This is the one from the Big Les Show. Ashant29, A-S-H-U-N-T 29 says, Pierre is doing his thing. He's bringing artists from my high school and college years. Thank you. Thank you for not letting them be forgotten. I will always, I've always wanted to know the background, the backstory of Big Les. She is my favorite dancer of all time. Shout out to Big Les, man. She did a great job. All right. This is from the D-Lay Show. Um, El Quintal. Quintal Sit? S-T-I-T-T. I guess it's, uh, okay. You, you know who y'all. <laughs> the fight was, the fight was genius because here I was, enjoying the whole convo when I just wanted more context for the fireworks. Genius. Shout out to you, uh, uh, Quintel. Uh, thank you very much. This is from the Arnaz J Show. Brady Gibson. Finally, I like people to use their regular ass name. Brady Gibson, you know what I mean? I like that. All right, it said, if Pierre was gay, Pierre's sitting there with a, <laughs> with a bandana around his neck. Come on, so I can wear a bandana. See, some of y'all don't know. I, I, I see, come on, man. Cause you wear a bandana, bandana, bandana around your neck don't mean you got you know tendencies, man. Come on, son. But forget y'all. I got somebody on the show and ain't got no tendency, okay? And ain't got no tendons either, shit. Okay, to be on the real, they can play ball too long and shit. Okay, you know, pulled everything and shit. Give it up for the NBA legend, Mr. John Sally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the cat. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Kareem said that school had failed Kyrie and I think he meant uh, Pierre because that reading was horrendous. Was really like you, you knew you were going to read it before right. we came on air but and you still, it. still didn't get the words right. But like does glasses it. work or they don't? <laughs> they say, I knew they, they, they didn't work. They work. No, they, they work. I'm fly. I look fly. Shit. Boom. See, that's okay. you got to get glasses that are fly and also work. No, no, I can read if I got to read a couple times. Come on, bro. I, I get it written to me. Give them to me real quick. I got to look at it. Come on, son. I've seen your acting. I know you don't know all your lines. I do. So chill with that, bro. I man. know my lines. We about to get into this. I shit. pay attention. Yeah, yeah. After take 49 with John Sally. As long as Stanley Kubrick or you know Michael Bay, you know I don't name some of the directors I work with. All right, let's let's bring it way back from when you started, like a little pup. (laughs) Shit. All right, so so give me some of your background. Um, I remember I heard you were born in Brooklyn. Yeah. And uh, you were a tall, goofy kid. You know, as a kid. No, I didn't read that. Okay, I just made that up. Yeah, you did. Yeah, Yeah, it was so funny. I was short, (laughs) and I started growing taller. And my mom's took me because she thought I had that giant disease, you know, and and she thought I was I was just growing like right. dog for real. I grew four inches in the summer. What year was that? What grade? Like, it what was kind of grade? I was between uh, uh, tenth uh, eighth grade. Eighth, eighth my, and ninth? I, my brother went to college, and my brother went to college, and I was in eighth grade. And before he left, he was looking down at me a little bit. When he came back Thanksgiving, I was looking eye to eye. eye. When it came back in May, I was looking down on him. Is, is your father tall? Is my father was tall, yeah. He, he's my, tall. tall people in my family, but 
I, I really think it was for me meditating, saying I wanted to be seven foot tall. Did you want to be? Did you want to play basketball that as was a it. kid? Yeah. Oh, and you always I, wanted to play basketball. That was it. I wanted to play basketball and be an actor. So wow. my idea was to play in the NBA, right? Be famous enough, and then do what O.J. Simpson did, do what the Hammer did, do what Jim Brown. I literally that was. What really? Kareem? That was it. I wanted to be an actor. All right. So you went to, I think, Canarsie Canarsie well, High. High. Okay. Yeah, it's called Flossie now in New York. It's called Flossie. Oh, is it? That's what, you know, all the Haitians live. Okay. So you went toward, are you Haitian? No, no, but I wish. Oh. oh. Why do you wish? You have a, God, because they, they're, the, they're the most gangster of all you the ain't, Caribbean. You ain't gangster. I you said I gangster. wish. Oh, okay. But if you were, you'd be the only Haitian that wasn't gangster, okay? No, you no. You won't drive the cab. Nigga. I'd be the one talking and the one convincing them oh, the way you do it. But okay. I, I, I take my hat off to that tribe. Okay. I really appreciate the Haitian people. Okay. So when you played, by, you played in high school, but you played high school. High school yes, ball. I was uh, considered number one or number two in New York City. I just thought I'd no, 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 I, I like Real that. Real talk. Well, okay. Well, you came up against who? Who were you playing against? Who? My best friend was Pearl Washington. One of them, my boy Glenn Daniels, too. But Pearl Washington was my boy. And then Walter Berry, it was uh, literally the best of the best in New York. Don Marbury, which is Steph Marbury's oh. older brother. Oh, Henry okay. Hamilton, Andre Irvin. Uh, uh, who am I forgetting? Boom, boom, Pearl. Oh, so Mark Jackson. Uh, no, he was a he Kenny, was a beast. Kenny Smith. Ooh, uh, you played against them in high, in high they school? Were, these are all at the same time. Kenny was and Mark was a year under me, but we were on literally the... Um, Kenny Empire Mark's State teams. Yeah, yeah. Kenny Smith is, was so nice, dog. Yeah, yeah, Like, they yeah. can make jokes about him running to that board on right. TNT. He was, and will take off and dunk on you. It was, it was, I'm thinking of one big name that I'm leaving out. Chris Mullins. I watched Chris what? Mullins kill it. Yeah, same. He went to St. John's. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's a bad you know, dude. That was, you know, I'm thinking of one big name that for some reason is slipping. Oh, John Sally. No, uh, besides, besides me. Here. Uh, Negro, Here. Besides Pearl and Walter Berry, it, we just had so much talent coming up. Was was your life because that was like mid eighty, beginning eighties, early eighteen, yeah, early early eighties, early eighties. I learned to do it this way, early eighties. Early no, no, I feel you, Hollywood. That's all good. So my my problem, did you grow up like that uh, above the rim field? Did you have like drug deals around you and all that? You know, Dwayne Martin. So Dwayne Martin was with me that whole time, and when Dwayne Martin got to play that role. And above the rim, right. th that was life. Wow. And, 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 you know, it's so funny because he also tried out for the Knicks. He played at a really good, and in the movie, you can see, he can play. Oh, yeah, he can play. I he played can celebrity play. basketball games with him. He's right, dope, and yeah. they were at Lincoln High School. I mean, everything had, had connected. Really? Yeah, so he, uh, Dwayne Martin, growing up with him, and he used to laugh, and he'll tell the story when you see him. I was so skinny that, you know, when you tie your sneakers, you got the, the two ends with, Connect. No, no, you didn't do that. You I swear to God, you, you, you really? could pull them Come together on, and they would Come connect. Come on, son. I was, I you was. You that with your Timberland boots too. Come on, you son. You Yo, that now, okay? Hey, hell I don't know. I, I lived. I, I, I you wore, lived the hell of you a wore life. glasses too at that time. No, also. I didn't wear to glasses. do that kind of shit. No, I got the glasses when I went pro. Though. Here's a story. This is a little after you, but you might remember. I'm bringing this up real quick. The Carlton Hines situation. Carlton Hines. He was a basketball player that was, you know, got about to go, go to the next level, and then, um, you know, drug dealers, and they they wound up killing him and stuff. It was a famous story in New York. It happens. <clears throat> it that is like an everyday happening. So really? one happened. Yeah, one happened uh, with this kid who I was in. He was camp. He was out of. He was out of Illinois. One of the top players, and mm -hmm. he committed to Illinois. Mm -hmm. 
they wind up, you know, you know, being being a, in the wrong environment. Well, what helped you get not get in that situation? I was uh, I was funny. I was raised as Jehovah Witness, so I was hanging out with thugs and then knocking on doors on Saturday morning, saying, "Hey, I'm John Sally. Watch wow. out, Jackson Side." So I was living double I, and <laughs> uh, I was definitely a, a double agent at that right, time. Right, right, right. And I have older brothers. I'm the youngest, okay. and they all play football, and they were really uh, smart in school. So, you know, when you're around that, it helps you out. When, you, when your older brother is good at studying, you better study, right. and this is important to know this, read this, listen to this, it, it kind of frames your right. mind. So I had good leadership. I'm glad you said that, because when I was young, I grew up in a city, in D.C., and played basketball, and it got rough at times. You know, people right. damn wanted to fight, found you too hard. You know, you, you can see a lot of squabblers happen a lot. Did you get in a lot of squabblers being up back then? No, I dunk on people. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, then I remember I one it. time we were playing. <laughs> my project went all the way to, to, we went to Queens. And this guy's name, Red, but he was, you know, famous. And my boy, George May, we went over there to play. And he pumped fake George. And George came down and, like, cracked him in the head mm. and hit the ground. The stands got up. Mm. And he had to be like, yo, chill, chill. It's just basketball. And I was like, we almost didn't get out of here. Wow. Like they literally was going right, on. Right. And y'all from Brooklyn? Right. So it, it, was, it made no sense to me, but I played in every single park except the Rucker. I was going to ask you about the Rucker. Can I, you I play? Would, no. You ain't no real ball player. No, I'm a smart up, ball player. Around. You know you can lose no, your the, career. No, the, the greats went in there, man. You went what? Guess what? Uh, you old, old Catholic school. Not ball all them greats man. got four championship rings. Ooh, I was smart with my now, career. Watch your mouth. I'm a chess player. No, I never. I played for the Gauchos. I left Brooklyn, went up and tried out, and I was the only one from my project. It was like 15 of us trying out that right. made it. Right. It's how I became friends with Pearl. And, and, and all the rest of the, the players, uh, Wendell, Alexis, all of them, that got to it. And I just literally, because I traveled and played different places, by the time I got back to my project, I was, I was feet above them. Because right. you know, if you're playing with them kids who can dribble the ball like, like, like you see on N1. I'm playing with those cats. Nice. And yeah. with guys who can jump out of the gym without it being off of concrete. Right. So the more you play against it, the better you become. And that's what my deal was. But here's a quick question to ask you. I feel like, and tell me what it is, like street ball players simply don't go to the NBA. Were more, you know, what is that? Because they're not uh, sound, sound, functional. No, they, no, they got great fundamentals. Just fundamentals. there's not a lot of space for a lot of it, and also it's your mentality. I, it's some really fly whims. Right? Uh, we talk about fly and fly. The story is fly said I can make more money selling drugs on the street than playing in the NBA. Oh, but wow. then he's playing against World Be Free, and World Be Free is playing on the 76ers. But in the summertime. We watching these guys go at it, right? And I'm I'm there, and I'm there for it. So I'm seeing this greatness, and I'm seeing the two different ideas after they finish playing. Wow, you know, like, like I was re I was like really good friends with Lenny Bias, right, from DC. Okay, sure, sure. So since we were 16, we was at Five Star Basketball Camp, and then when we he goes to Maryland, mm -hmm. uh, Johnny Dawkins goes to Duke, Johnny I go Dawkins. to Georgia Tech. Wow, yeah, yeah. Like all of us are together at Five Star Basketball Camp. We all, and then. We become counselors, and then we started being counselors at all these different places up in Boston. And then the night before Lenny dies, the night before our draft, we sitting out front of the Hyatt uh, Hotel in New York on 42nd Street in Lexington. And 
and he's like, what do you want to do? I said, man, I'm not, I'm not leaving this hotel. Okay. Like, I'm from New York. There's no, there's no place I need to go right now. For what? Why do I need to go? I don't need to go anywhere. I'm getting drafted tomorrow. I don't need to see no girls. I don't need to see no family members. I don't need to see nobody. I'm getting drafted tomorrow. If you want to see me, see me tomorrow after I'm a pro. I like that. I like I'm not that. getting in trouble. I like that. And as soon as I got drafted, I went to Detroit. Maybe things would be different for Lenny if he would have gone to Boston and not gone back to D.C. Right, but let me go back to Georgia Tech because, you know, you was a man at Georgia Tech to the point True. where they, they uh, uh, retired your jersey, 22. Yeah, I had and to they, don't me, they don't do that normally in college. No, and that was the promise too. He said, I looked up there, I said, what are that? He said, man, if you graduate and you, and you play like you're supposed to, I retire your number. Because I was Coach Crimmins' first recruit to say yes. Right. Top, you know, right. blue chip player that said yes. And he said, if you come to Georgia Tech, we can have Mark Price. And I had seen Mark Price play the summer before. He dope. I, he dope. I signed. Yeah. I, man, oh, wow. when I went to visit Atlanta, it was during Super Bowl weekend. Ooh. They were cleaning the streets. Ooh. Everybody was black. Everybody had a job. And this is early 80s. So this was, I mean, there was 5,000 people per month coming to Atlanta. I think it's now there's like six that people are still right, yeah, going yeah, to yeah, Atlanta. Yeah. It's full. It's full. Don't come it's to full. Atlanta. It's full. It's like full. all my cousins. Right came to see me play in my last game. And Mayor Young, Andrew Young, was sitting next to my mother. And I got a picture of it. And that was, you know, that was big to us. I got Andrew Young sitting next to my mother. You know what I'm saying? Right, this sure. is the guy who was there when Martin Luther, was with Martin Luther King right. and there when he got murdered. I mean, he was a part of the crew. So seeing my mother in that picture was big. All my, one, two, three, four of my cousins moved to Atlanta that summer. Wow. They came to visit and was like, oh, we ain't going back. And Tech won uh, the ACC championship during the time when that really mattered. Yeah, when I, I was played. Because huh, oh, <laughs> that's when, uh, uh, hold on, that, the 80, like 85 was the 85? 85. That's, I mean, but them teams back then was, was, was tight. Patrick Ewing, Carolina, James Pickney, uh, 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 North Jordan, Carolina. The Jordan, was Jordan? Jordan, 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 Jordan had just left in 84. Okay, he just left. He, he just left and so but, the next year, right. you know, I lost in the Elite Eight um, against Georgetown. Uh, Makes you know, sense, yeah. Yeah, you know, I took Patrick to to town though. Yeah, um, I don't know, <laughs> no, no, 20, no. 25 and 16. Yeah, but yeah. um, <laughs> don't mind yeah, me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I made my bones right. in that game. Right. Um, and I feel sorry for my boy Mark. Mark Price had the worst game in his life. Wow. Was that game really? And it was my best game in college. And now I say that because he went zero for fifteen. Did he really? But and so Mark was bad. But though. Michael Jackson was the point guard on Georgetown. Well, Georgetown went zero for fourteen. Okay. So they okay. both had they balanced each other out. They both had bad games. Yeah, but at the end of the game, one had more numbers as points than y'all did. So y'all didn't win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's all I'm worried about. That yeah. part. Yeah, that's, me part dunking, that's part that matters. Me dunking, and hook shots. Yeah, and all yeah. That kind of. But the next day you were home, not dumping, but donuts. And okay? I know. And okay. this is why I played so yeah. hard. Not only because I'm a hard, I play hard, <laughs> and uh, because I do dope shit. Uh-oh. Is <laughs> that's not the only reason. Okay. John Thompson. He knew I wanted to play at Georgetown. Oh, really? And didn't come to recruit me. And he recruited thugs. And everybody yeah, thought yeah, yeah. and knew I was a thug. And, and you know, it became the rule. Hey, you don't want this kid. It's because I hung out with all the thugs. Dog, I hung out with the thugs. There's no robbing me. Right. I'm with the thugs. Right, right. Right? But they were putting that rumor around right. that I was like that. And Coach Crimmins came and was like, you're really not a thug. 
well, why, do you, why is this rumor? I said, because I play for the Gauchos and I speak my mind and this guy is, will shoot you right here and that guy will shoot right. you. Like, you know, these right. are the thugs. I don't get robbed from thugs. That was, that was, and that was bad association, as my mother would say, bad association spoils useful habits. So I had to change my surrounding because they believed it. Right. I, I heard a story where Carmelo tells the same story. Like mm -hmm. the NBA had to tell him. They got to the NBA and say, hey, you got to change your surrounding. And I was like, that's not that I hang with him. I just protected by him, you know. What's funny is you hung around thugs, like you just said, thug motherfucker, thug ass niggas, and then you get drafted to the Pistons. Thug ass niggas, thug ass niggas. <laughs> So you went from one thug to another thug, group of thugs. This is the, the funniest thing. I so understand. To Pierre, I played 15 years. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm on a group chat with the bad boys. I'm not on a group chat with any other team. But the bad boys. But the bad boys. That, that, that's how unbelievable this group of, of characters was. Let me say this. Uh, and Kenny Smith kind of got a... Uh, Kenny Anderson had a... Kenny yeah. Anderson, yeah, yeah, yeah. He told me this. It was a debate between Jordan and LeBron one time, you know, we're going with it. And I, and I kind of went with LeBron. I thought he was more of an all-around player. Just me, me and me, outside looking, I said, I, I'd rather, if I had to pick one, well, LeBron, because he passes, he does everything. And, you know, he, does, he scores in something. And then Kenny said something that, that kind of woke me up. He said, first of all, first of all Jordan played against more, uh, what do you call, Hall of Famers. And you ain't running in that motherfucking crowd like, like you think you want to. Like what do you call it? Uh, LeBron does. LeBron's strong, right? But the shit that y'all had to deal with, and Michael Jordan, some of the players had to do, run into the Pistons with Lambeer and all them boys, and uh, what's what's the other? Uh, Dennis Rodman. Yeah, he's Rick loud. Mahorn. Rick Mahorn. You not you can run in maybe once or twice, and then you will start shooting some jumpers or get your toe. You know, your but that's what anybody see. So this is I, so funny. We wasn't even the roughest one. The Celtics were way more gangster than we were. Think so? Maxwell? Oh, my God. They, oh, Maxwell? my God. They used to hit Come you, on. and the referee would be like, shut up and, you know, think about they told, it. They told you that? They told you that? Man. Okay. Come on. That was, uh, the guy y'all had, the white I'm sorry, I forget it. What's Bill Lambert. Come on, son. There was one of them. Nasty. There was five of them on the Celtics. You could, James Worthy even said it in our documentary about the bad boys. He goes, these guys aren't really the bad boys. We played technical. The whole lead played like that. I had my arm, my hand on George Lucas, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden he clamped it down and leaned, and I pulled my hand out. He said, touch me again, or I'm going to break your wrist. I'm thinking, man, we're playing basketball. <laughs> and, 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 and I wanted, how do you touch this dude? Right. And he, you know, he kept going. I said, this dude really wants to fight me. So you got to like keep your hand up, keep him. And he wasn't just being crazy. He seriously was oh, yeah. mad oh, yeah. at something in his life. And you were going to get the, that's when most fights happen mm -hmm. between it's something else going on. Wife didn't cook him dinner. Hell Yo no. ass getting smacked for it. Wow. Serious business. Okay. In the eighties, during well, I, well, I think it was rougher. It was really rough back then to me. For well, yeah, you were allowed to do more. R right. Name three players, I'm catch up, that today could survive back then you think with a, with a physical play Name three players you think they could fit in there today name three players can you do can you do three yep zion lebron zion. i can keep going westbrook you think okay Deja, uh, uh draymond you think zion could, 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 could are you yeah. kidding me i mean i mean i don't know what i'm saying but he a big zion player, he, is he, he, a couple he, of inches shorter than shot zion plays like shaquille does he really but left-handed this is he the gets trick. physical like that i can see oh, westbrook no. westbrook could get, i can see when that. shaq 
when Shaq felt like it, you're done. When, when Shaq felt like it was feeling good, you're done. You, right. you ain't playing this game. Right, right. I remember one time, we were, <laughs> oh, I got to Miami, and I was just started growing my dreads, man. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm twisting my high top. I'm going to have it, my shit's going to look like Busta Rhymes. Right. And I get to the game, and they had shaved. Everybody went bald. And I said, man, if Glenn Rice said, because I knew Glenn was like me. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was all about his high top fade. I walked in there and Glenn was bald. I was say he was bald, right? And I, I could not not do it. My wife was on fire. Right. And I had to save my, we still lost the 20. We playing against Shaquille. And I'm going, man, I need more than hair. Yeah, I yeah. need like some razor blades. Like, I'm telling you, no, Shaq. No. But Shaq sometimes didn't realize how dominant. Like, if Shaq should have asked for the ball every time and dunked on everybody, every time he would have scored 100 points a game. But yeah, outside the paint, he was trash to me. Really? Now inside, yeah, inside that paint, those, he would knock people back. Those back. feet, those feet, those spins, him but being able But that was able all to, inside the fucking paint. And guess what? No one complained when Kareem went inside the paint, shot a hook shot. I, I get that. He I made the that. hook shot because he wasn't allowed to dunk in college. Right, right, right. You know, so, so right, many right, ways right, right, they, right. they try oh, to stop him. But Shaq was what, 260 or something? 360 or something? Some ridiculous amount? He Who came was, in at two, 265, 275. Was there a body that could handle him? There was Stanley Roberts. There was a lot of them. There, there, uh, there was a bunch of them. It was Cartwright. There was Donaldson. There was uh, Otis Gilmore. But I no, think not he came, Otis wasn't right, I think he came in when he was young and athletic. They couldn't, them old heads couldn't handle him. You just mentioned. Exactly. Was, like Zion had And like seven foot. Oh. I'm telling you, when they when they start talking about stuff, they they don't take a lot and just get Akeem. Akeem, Akeem is such a man. Yeah, but he can't handle it. You know what? That that chest push. He push you in. The, you know, um, yeah. Shaq hits you in that chest, man. You gonna go back once he. That's right. And you can't do two things at one time. So once he hits you, and you lean back, then he's jumping. Ah. And you can't lean back and jump at the same time. Mm. You can hopefully get out of the way <laughs> on your lead, but that's about it. And when he felt like it, you was enjoying They had to change the way that the backboards were made because of Shaquille. I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he used to dunk on them in so much pressure they would come down. Yeah, yeah. Like, like remember Darryl Dawkins to do that too. Yeah, they had to change yeah. it. But wow. Shaquille was doing it so on the regular, they were like, all right, we can't have this anymore. How, how did you feel? Like you went from, you know, you won the ACC, you know, that was cool, but you went to the pros and won the NBA championship with the bad boys. Yeah. That is a, a pinnacle. I mean, a lot of people, ball players don't never get to that pinnacle. Yeah, you know, you know I was talking to my man, Willie D. You know Willie D. Yeah, from, oh, yeah. Uh, Ghetto, Ghetto boys. boys. Great show. So I was speaking. Not as great as mine, but it's good. Yeah, not as good. No, you know, yeah, not yeah, definitely. He yeah. just got 10 million yeah. people views per yeah, month. But um, matter. don't yeah. worry about Willie D having 10 million views. Ain't nothing about greatness. Ain't nothing about greatness. Don't. Shout out to Willie so D. I, shout out to Willie D. So I, I, so I <laughs> and when you say something to Willie, he's humble and then humble, humble. Right. And I said, man, we got to stop being that humble, humble. Oh. Like, okay, I ain't saying you got to, you got to say you 100% of the man, right. but you can't. Go below ten percent. Nice. You got to have some faith that I'll you, see. that you are what you're supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, And somebody said to me one day, "Man, you lucky, you know, you and NBA." I said, "Dog, you have no idea the nights that you were going." To, and I said this to a guy playing him. The night you was going to the club in Atlanta on Friday, I didn't have money to. I went to the gym at ten thirty and stayed to three thirty, playing playing the box. 
and I'm stretching here, and then I would play a fake game, and then I would shoot foul shots and see if I can hit 10 in a row, and then I'd be doing some other crazy thing, throwing the ball off the wall and shooting it. The time that you spent, those five hours every Friday night and maybe some Saturdays and having the key to the gym, being able to play whenever I want, no one's yelling down, hey, stop dribbling that ball. It's not cold. I'm in the gym. I'm safe. Those turned into the 20,000 hours I needed to become a pro. And I had already seen it when I was in eighth grade. So no one was going to tell me I didn't mm -hmm. see myself being mm -hmm. it. Winning championships, I saw myself as being right. in the best in the group. I didn't. I never picked what team I, I wanted to play for the Celtics. Right. Because they won all the time. Right. And I like green and white. My green and white Pumas was so fly. So I like that. I love it. But I never said I just wanted to be in the NBA. And we won. Well, okay. Well, you won. You won with them with the, with the Pistons twice. Then twice. Oh my bad. Oh, yeah, of course. Really, three times. Got cheated. No, 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 no. We don't call that cheat. We don't call that cheat. Um, but is that the time you thought you was all that went to uh, went to Greece or that before that? No, I went to for a this, month and shit, nigga. You acted a fool over there. I didn't act a Damn. fool. I realized uh, <laughs> America is got some shit. Right. But the shit is better than everywhere else. I know that's right. And, and I've been everywhere. China is, China is, man, in Shanghai, I couldn't believe how dope Shanghai was. And we don't, we're not told that. Of course. We, we think China is like, right, 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 that shit ain't there no more. No. That, that whole karate scene shit that we still get on TV, that ain't China. No, 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 no. I was in a car that they don't even have in America. Yeah. I ate at a four-star Michelin restaurant. I'm telling you, I've seen it. I, I believe it. But America, out of all the shit, America has the best of the shit. So what happened is, I won a championship in Chicago with Michael Jordan, the greatest team ever, 1996. My daughter Tyler. And that's why I got these on, just in case you act a fool, nigga. Just, yeah. in call, just in case you act a fool. This is my man, 50 grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're seeing chill. You remember this, nigga? You remember this? Oh, this I was, got this those. Was, this was the year you was playing, too, homie. I got those. This was the year yeah, you yeah, was playing, just yeah. in case. Yeah. I had to rock these. I got you. Got yours. Yeah. Footlock. I got mine for Michael. So listen, oh, oh, yeah. listen. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> just thought I mentioned. Oh, shit. Um, Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, shit. Michael Jordan. For yeah, you yeah, that yeah. Don't know him Michael Schmitz and shit, motherfucker. Okay, excuse me. Y'all don't know him. Yeah, excuse me. But I sat there and. Jerry Krause lied to me and told mm -hmm. me, hey, man, you're my free agent. I can't pay you this money. Um, take $360,000. I said, what? no. I said, dog, that's ridiculous. Michael makes $300,000 a game. Right. I can't take $365,000 for the season. He'll clown me all day. Well, I don't have any money, long, tall. Sorry. So I said, man, forget it. I got three million to go to Greece. I want to see Europe. Sure. I don't want to play hard. I, I, I won three championships. What else do I have to prove? Right, right. I want to see the world. Right. So I chose to go to Greece. The mistake was I should have gone to Italy because mm. I've always wanted to be in Italy. I feel if I would have gone to Italy, I would have stayed, been divorced, not being able to raise my kid, and y'all would have never heard from me because I wanted to be in Italy. So I chose to go to Greece for more money but it kept me out of harm's way. That's what I thought. And after six weeks of realizing I had made it to the pinnacle, why was I playing below that? Right, right, sure. When I really worked my whole life to get here, I was done after six weeks. Well, but okay, let me, let me talk about the, a uh, little bit about the, uh, you got so much, so much to talk and about. And I left with 500000 dollars $140,000 more than I would have if I 
played here the right. whole season, just for six weeks. Right. I feel you. So playing with the with, with the world, the greatest team. Because I think y'all were y'all had the greatest record until I think uh, Golden State changed. It yeah, but they didn't win championship, right, so right. it doesn't count. Oh my gosh, nigga here, this nigga here. Okay, so how was it, man? You're on your play. You're you're Michael Jordan's boy. How does that feel uh, working with him? You know, this Michael is, Jordan, and then all y'all down on the bottom. How did that feel, my nigga? This is a trip. I get on the Pierre. This is this is the crazy <laughs> Pierre. I get to the squad, right. and you know I'm happy to be there. Hell yeah! You know they. You know, MJ's happy I'm there. Right. Scotty is like good sure. with me. Dennis still, you know, he talks sometimes. He doesn't. Right. James Edwards is my next door neighbor, so he's showing me what to do and how to get around. But I first get there, I go to the facility, and I've never seen anything like it. So the Olympic gym is part of the basketball court, kind of. So over here, if you were training in the Olympics, that was the weights. Wow. And then there was a, a, a quarter of a, I'd say a quarter, a quarter mile track inside. Sure, sure, sure. Then sure, all sure. these, the best court, and they had a pool, and they had a pool place to play billiards, and they had a, a movie projector room to watch film in, it is, it, I've never seen anything right, like it. Right. Then we get on the plane, and I don't know if you know, but the old MGM plane had the bar in the middle, mm -hmm, and be mm -hmm. able to walk. We had that plane. So other teams have better, way better different facilities? Oh, yeah, like no one's, I don't think anybody's beating this, uh, the Mavericks. If That's what they say. Oh, the best yeah, owner right, right. is Mark Cuban, because he treats them like, right. like, like super, superstar. And then the next would be the Miami Heat. Okay, okay. okay uh, I, I their that. facility and the things they have is amazing. But let me ask you, now I know you didn't partake, but being a young basketball player, playing for someone like the, the Bulls, I mean, you had to like, it was raining Poonani. No. What? Man, I'm turning this shit off, man. I thought you were, you gonna keep it 100 with me or you bullshit here? Dope. where do you get I, it? Check, check, it, check I, it out. What do you do? Where do you get it? When you travel, you go to different cities. And wh you think they're getting, you think they're letting, you think they're letting People get to Michael Jordan, you're tripping. Well, not not Michael Jordan's here, but you're down here. Whoa, 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 whoa! We get you. And nigga. the problem is, we get you, nigga. This is what I said. I traveled <laughs> okay. with Michael Jackson, okay. Elvis Presley, okay. the Beatles. Okay. That yeah. was traveling with. Right. They're not letting anybody near y'all, dog. You ain't getting no stragglers because there are no stragglers Ooh. because you're not letting any of that riffraff near the Messiah. He is more important to the NBA than he is to the Bulls. That it was nothing around. So, so the lockdown was for the whole team. The best time was in Miami because when you lose and no one pays attention to you and right. you go out, right. the girls still say, right. you make how much a year? Right, right, right. It's, sure. still, it's still that. Then you get to hang out and you ain't right. so big. No one is targeting you. No one remembers you. But you can't go out. I went out with Marco in Philly and I, I begged him to go out. He was like, no, we're going, you know, down to Atlantic City. And I said, no, man, forget that, man. They already on you. Just just come to the club. Sal, I, I can't go to the nightclub. I said, I got it hooked up. We go in the back way. You chill. Can I smoke cigars in there? Yeah. They got Kanye. I said, I'm going to make sure you got everything, MJ. We get into the joint. The owner of the place come and go, is that Michael? Yeah. In my club? Yeah. Turn the lights on. He turned the lights oh, on. Oh, shit. So everybody can see Michael was in yeah, his club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We in Miami. I'm making, I'm, I'm trying to get them to, you know, hang out because I'm like, I can get anything to right, hang out sure. with MJ. It's, you, you are walking with Elvis Presley and Michael Jordan. It's Michael Tyson, Michael Jordan, and Michael Jackson. That, and when Jay-Z said it, I agreed with it. 
but everything, he's the Michael Jordan of golf. He's the Michael Jordan right. of comedy. Right. So imagine right. you 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 don't get to meet anybody. I thought it was the worst time. How 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 does how does someone on that level maintain normalness? Like humanness, he's, man. He's you never can't. been normal. Cause I, I gotta say, anything you want, anything you want, if you want the you can't have life, it. Okay, this is the point I'm making to okay because you're in a position. Did you watch Game of Thrones? I don't care how important you are. You can't go everywhere and you can't so the things you you and I used to do or we used to go uh, what happened we go to fat we go to uh, um, what was Monday's called at the comedy at at improv Uh, uh, more better Mondays right where did we go after we hung out with TK and we went to the club. Do you want to know we couldn't do that this year? Mm-hmm. You know why? The club was where? In West Hollywood. Hollywood. Okay. We didn't realize Monday night was the night the gay guys let the club be open and all the black people went to the club. Peanuts? No, Peanuts oh. is on Tuesday. Okay. And only a select amount of guys can get in. You can right. be outside Peanuts right. and see the girls come right. out. And they used to do dumb things like, I knew that girl was gay. That's no, why no, she didn't no, give me no plate. Yeah, no, yeah, mother, yeah, your yeah. breath stick. Yeah. That's why she didn't give me no plate. <laughs> and and it, where did we go after Fat Tuesdays? Peanuts or some after party right. show. You went to Barry's. So you couldn't do that now. Nowadays, LeBron can't go out. Right. Every time LeBron go out, din, 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 TMZ is saying right, something. Right, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, you can't go out. So, so I can't imagine how it was when you went to the Lakers. I mean, you keep going, you keep leveling up. Well, yeah, that is pretty much leveling up. Yeah, yeah, I leveled up. Yeah, every time. Yeah, I'm with the winners. That's why you here. Shit. Exactly. And everybody was when they said, "Man, it ain't cool with KD figuring out go to the go to say what? Why would you want to go to the losing team? Well, once you go to team where you can be the old man, that's your ego. Right. Right. I want to go where my talents are appreciated, and they can't guard any of us, and we can win all of it together. They didn't say that when Bill Russell had the best team around right, him, winning right, 11 right, championship. Right. That's, you want to win. Right. Because at the end of the day, they never talk about your stats. They talk about how many championships you won. Right. You know what's funny? Um, and I, I didn't gain the respect for him until he passed, unfortunately. Kobe, you know, I thought he was a cornball. You know, remember that whole snitching thing on Shaq and all that? You know, niggas in the barbershop, man. Oh, boy, you're wagging. He came from living overseas and so forth. And it wasn't until he passed that I realized his worth ethic how, you know, he, he was like, I'm about this basketball. Y'all can do the rest of this other shit. All over here, I don't give You can be trying to be fly and be in magazines. I'm about this basketball. He was about that basketball. And dedicated himself like ridiculous. And the time he didn't dedicate himself, the worst things in the world can happen. Yeah. They happen. Right. His beautiful wife forgave him, and he never went that route again. Right. Now, he never went that route again. He went from that to... You know, the only thing that's ever taken care of me is Vanessa right. and this basketball and it's getting my focus. Right. Like, it's getting my focus. Karan Butler talks about how hard he used to train because he wanted to be Kobe. Right. He wanted to be in that point. Right. Well, okay. Okay. No, well, but, but, yeah, you saw inside of him and that was that, that, that you got a chance to see Kobe. Um, man, yeah, he was man. such a yeah. cool guy. Well, was he really a cool person or was he just like so focused yeah. that you couldn't get break into that situation? No, this is the craziest thing. I remember I had gone and had to make a choice. Right. Do I want to play 
in Greece or go to Italy. Right. And this kid speaks fluent Italian. Right, right. His, and I even knew about doing this because his father had done it before mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bean, uh, jelly, play, yeah, bean, jelly bean. Yeah, jelly bean, playing for Benetton. And I, I said, man, if I go to Italy, I ain't leaving. Wow. I already knew it. Right, 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 right. I was like, right. I ain't leaving. And he, and he, it's the same thing. He would, he had the same thing, like, I'm going to be this. Right. And I asked him one time, Pierre, I said, so you're going to be the next Michael Jordan? You know, I played with Harold right. Miner, and they, they put so much Harold pressure Miner, on Harold yeah, Miner and baby USC, Jordan. You know, yeah, yeah, I remember Harold Miner. He said, I'm going to be the first Kobe Bryant. Nice. Man, that, 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 yeah. That's That's, that's a hell of a mindset. Um, he deserves all the accolades he gets, especially for basketball, man, yeah, because from what I've so. heard, all the work he put, that work ethic, man, and a lot of people don't put that kind of yeah, work. Yeah, you would have been, if you would have worked hard, Right after your first right, movie, right, right, right. look how weird you would have been. Really, but I, I decided. But you were so to... lazy, right? You wouldn't right. come to acting right, class right, right. on I Wednesday was, nights. Was, I'm man. an actor. No, right. no, I'm, you got to work. The, you got to work it. Yeah. No, we did have. You and I have had so many ideas that right. should have been made. Man, uh, I'm ask you two questions. I'm ask you one question. We'll go right to that. Yeah. Um, work ethic wise, Jordan or Kobe? You know, both of them are, are kind of are very similar, very similar in style and play. Did they have the same work ethic? And they say, uh, you know, Kobe was a beast with their work ethic. Yes. They did? Yeah. So Michael originated and Kobe just took the blueprint. Early in the morning, they would train, right? Mm -hmm. And when I first got in Detroit, uh, Chicago, I just sat back for a week because I had a 10-day contract. Okay, right. So really for 10 days, I just... See what it is. I'm paying attention. And when practice would start, you know, you got to get out to the circle and have your foot on the circle by the time Phil gets there. Okay. And he starts walking and, you know, you, you put the ball, you come with the ball, and you hear what he has to say. And then he says, he reads off how practice is going to go, and you put your hands together, and you break. And then Michael and Scotty would run into the training room. Okay. And we would be doing calisthenics and stuff with the sure. heavy ball and running over drills, and, and they'd be in there getting treatment. And I was like, what? What's happening? Mm. Like, wh- I realized they had already trained. They had already lift weights starting at 7 o'clock in the morning and had breakfast, left breakfast, then came to the wow. arena. So okay. Michael and Scotty and Harp start yeah. their day at 7. Right. Practice start at 10.30. Wow. Kobe was doing the same. Kobe was going to Gold's Gym, 7 o'clock, training to 8 o'clock, on weights, having his breakfast, letting it digest, getting to play, start shooting at 10, practice start at 10.30. I'll ask this one question, then we move off of basketball. I'm going to talk about something else for a second. Um, you know, they, they put Michael Jordan's number one, okay? Mm-hmm. Where does Kobe Bryant fall? Well, I, I have been recorded when they were saying, so you're saying Michael Jordan's not the greatest of all time? I said, no. time has oh. not stopped yet. Okay. So I don't want to go with that. I think Michael was the greatest in the 90s. But then I started going over it, and I got to be honest, he did some amazing, amazing things. Mm-hmm. But I think that uh, patriarch mentality, you got to have a king. Right, right. king of the right, hill. Right, right. I, I just don't go with it. So okay. I, I never, I could sit around, they told me to give you a top five, I gave my top five one time. They go, you didn't put Michael Jordan in your top right, five? Right. I go, he's my constituent. You're talking about when I was watching basketball? Right, sure. Of course, I'm put Oscar Robinson, Elgin Baylor. Right. Talk about Jerry West and, and uh, Bill Russell and um, Pistol Pete and uh, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right. Wilt Chamberlain. I'm going to give you 
people I watched. Right. Sure. Or I was Bernard King. Oh yes, yes, yes. You know yes. that that like I always talk about my boys from Brooklyn, Bernard King, Albert King, um, World Be Free. I wanted to see Chris Mullen. I wanted to see people from my hood do it. Okay. Okay. Well. One thing you got, I got to give you, you know, not, not many players. Well, I don't think any player. But one is you won three championships with three different teams and in three different decades. And two millenniums. Oh, easy, nigga. What are we, what are we I just thought I'd drop Five golden I'm going to twist this lever as much as I can. Well, no. But that, that, so no matter what, man. And, and, and I find it amazing. Uh, do you find kind of, that you're not in the Hall of Fame? I am in the Hall of Fame. Oh, you are in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I'm, they always have the championship team from that oh, year. Oh, the team. There. Okay, I meant individual. The man. whole thing is, a, but that's not the sport. The sport is not individual. Let me tell you. You sound like a nigga who ain't in the NBA. I mean, in, in, in the Hall of Fame. That's no, what, that's what but I sound like a motherfucker who's done yeah. it, okay. not who watched it. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> it's, okay. <laughs> so, I love it. I love it. That, that was the deal. Oh, like when I yeah. when I hear these cats talking, uh-huh. they 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 haven't sat there. Like I. I, I got, I got Larry Bird sweat on me. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. I used to say, man, I only been dunked on three times in the NBA. I've been dunked on three times by Michael. Right. To the point where he dunked on me one time and started talking to me. I said, don't do that, man. My mom is watching. I, li- that was my main right. set. My right. mom just saw you dunk on me. Right. I can't right. believe that. Right. That's the only thing I was thinking. Right. I said, oh, I got to get your ass back. I'm going right. to get you back. Watch. And then I, I all of a sudden give the thumbs up to Isaiah and I catch an alley-oop and I dunk it backwards and I do some shit and I run down. I go, gotcha, your ass, I told you. And he was like, it wasn't on me. You know, oh, it was right, 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 those right, conversations. Right, right, yeah, right. but I made y'all look bad. You know, it was constant. Sure, sure. But I, I do, I sit around and as a, I start thinking about the sport, they said, man, you don't want to be in there and give that speech and all that. I go, I, I never really looked at it as an individual thing. I've right. always done, I always decided to be a strong link in the chain. Right. I didn't care you know, where I was, I just didn't want to be a leak, a leak, uh, a weak link. And, and what is it? You have to be retired from some, when is, when does your name come up? Like after five years of retirement? No, my name ain't going to come up. My picture really? is already there. My picture is, no, I don't have the, the, if they go on stats, right. But if you go on the greatest teammates of all time, I'm right. getting voted in by I know that's so right. many because I, I'm a, right. I'm a good, I'm about team. I'm about right. family. Right. I'm about, if you wearing my colors, I'm fighting with you. I got you. If I, I if you. I'm if I didn't wear some other colors, I'm fighting with them. Right. I feel you. I Period. Feel you. That I, feel you. I looked at it that the NBA was like IBM. I worked in the Chicago office, right. the Detroit office, the Miami office, the Toronto office, international office, and I worked in the Los Angeles office. That's the way I looked at the NBA. Okay. Let's talk about some outside. One time, you called me one day. You said, "Come to my house." And I came to your house in Hollywood Hills. You remember that night I came and we were going to talk about some business and you had big ass pillows and shit all like, like a goddamn gypsy around your house and shit looked like a gypsy house and shit from the 60s and shit. I was like, well, I was which, waiting for Which house was this? It's in the Hollywood Hills. Did you have to walk up some stairs? I probably did. I can't remember. Not, I remember not Beverly Hills? No, 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 no. You weren't at that level yet. You was in Hollywood Hills. No, no, Hills. I was in Beverly Hills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no. I moved here in Beverly Hills. It was Mulholland Estate. Have because you ever lived in the hills before? I, I'm living in the hills now. Bring it down another notch, nigga. Okay. Give me around a year. Give me around a year. I would say two, two thousand, mid two thousand, early, two, yeah, two thousands, early two thousands. Oh, then I was living in Hancock Park. No, what, okay, wasn't that? I went in some hills, and I was like, okay, this Negro live up there. Oh yeah. Yeah, and was, I remember the house being big, and it had like a, like you were, you could sit down here, but you could also had a little level up top, and I just felt. Okay, weird. so believe it or not, you were in Beverly Hills. Uh, Beverly Hills. Yeah. 
So that yeah. was that was my house in Beverly Hills, which to this day, out of all the houses I've ever sold, it was my worst real estate decision ever oh, wow. to sell this house. Oh, to sell? Oh, wow, I can imagine, yeah. I got out for two five. The house is now $20 million. No, sir. I swear to God. I'm, wow. I'm sick in the stomach, man. And my, my boy live up in that neighborhood now. And he was like, you know, your house is $20 million now. I, I'm sick in my stomach. But I, the best thing about it is, and this is a true story, Pierre. Mm-hmm. Okay. My mom uh, used to hear me on the, on, we lived on the eighth floor, and mm-hmm. that was the top floor. Mm-hmm. She would hear me up there making noise on the ceiling. So she came up one time. She said, what are you doing up here? I said, oh, this is my penthouse. And she'd be like, you stay away from the edges. I go, yeah, you know, over here would be my room. And I decided what it was doing. And she just, she always thought I was crazy anyway. Okay. And then she goes, on a clear day, you look this way, you see Coney Island. I said, mom, on a clear day, you look this way, you can see Beverly Hills. She goes, oh, you mean Manhattan? I go, ma, you got to look past Manhattan. And she was like, boy, get off these roofs. She tells me this. All of a sudden, Pierre, I'm living in Beverly Hills. It's 1997. My mother's sitting there in the window. The, will, the window is 33 right, feet. Sure, right, sure. Right, that's that house. Mm-hmm. She's looking. I said, isn't this a great view? She goes, I can't believe you made it. I said, Ma, I made it a long time ago. Wow. She said, this is the only thing you talked about. I never remembered having that conversation with her until she told me. That's how focused I was to get into Beverly Hills. I know, that's right. So once I, and I've been learning this, and when I teach it, I talk about it on my show. You, once you get to a goal, you now have to have another goal and another goal. Oh, I'm saying, yeah. Man, yeah. let's get tired. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, 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 but it's good for the human spirit to not be, be complacent on something. Say, I'm here. I'm cool now. You got to do that, man. You got to keep pushing forward. Speaking of pushing forward, you started being an actor. I can see, you know, you've always been funny. A couple of times I was wondering, how does this Negro get in these movies and shit? This, this big, tall Audition. Movie. You realize, like the Bad Boys, you were the first Bad with the thick glasses, the nerd. Because Michael Bay had directed my Nike commercial, which was funny. It was a cross-training commercial. And I went to visit Martin, because I had been with Martin since Talking Dirty After Dark. I've been with Martin since the start. Okay. And so I was just happy to be around. And he'll tell you, he, Chris Tucker, we used to go around Arsenio. I went anywhere I could hear if they doing something. And I was self-deprecating enough to... I would have played what the roles needed to play, but I was particular about learning the craft. Nice. I had met Denzel while he was shooting Jungle Fever, and um, I mean um, Mo uh, Better Blues. Better, oh, yeah. And I'm, you know, he's, you know, we talking basketball. He talking about the Wizard. He talking about Ray Williams, and he don't realize I'm like, I don't want to talk about basketball. I know, that's right. I don't even like talking about basketball. I want to talk about you did um, much to do about nothing. Like yeah, yeah, you literally. Yeah. Was doing Shakespeare. Shakespeare, yeah. Right. I said, this is what I'm talking about. And he wanted to talk basketball. And I'm wanting to talk to Denzel about how you learn. And I met, I came out here and I met The Rock. And Rock was doing things on Melrose with this, his Shakespeare thing. I said, I want to learn to do Shakespeare. Oh, oh, not that Rock. The other Rock. The, the, the other Rock. rock, uh, rock, rock. <laughs> I'm about to say, nigga, The Rock wasn't doing no damn Shakespeare. <laughs> Which he, he could. <laughs> Okay, maybe. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. but I, I, I literally love the craft. I wanted to do it. Yeah. So then Michael Bay put me in because I just happened to be on set. And then from that point on, I was taking active classes for Eddie. And once we did Whoopi Eddie Goldberg, with Whoopi yeah. Goldberg, yeah. and then I moved out here, I started doing Ivana Chubbuck when I found out that that was the class to go to on Wednesday nights. And she would make me sit next to her. So I couldn't sit in the back. I had to sit in the front row and couldn't leave because that's disrespectful. 
So I literally had to learn for three hours every Wednesday acting. People would do things. I'd be like, Eva Mendez. I'd be like, oh, that's good. And then they would give criticism. And I was wow. like, I, I didn't see that. that wow. That's where I learned critics don't act. Mm. Mm, they talk one. about actors. So right. it don't make a difference. Right, right. Critics don't act. It's amazing that you, as a kid, you wanted to be a basketball player and an actor. And then that's when you kind of, your life kind of went that yeah, way. Yeah, I'm controlling my life. Because, I mean, I, I look at some of the stuff you was, I didn't know you was in, uh, I didn't see it. Black Dynamite, I saw pieces, pieces of it. Yeah, I, was, I had the best part in Black Dynamite. Really? You my always name, had the best part of everything. My name was Kodak, uh, Kotex, because I go up in them hoes slow. Really? Hell no. That was my name. Okay. And I had the afro and the mustache, the purple. You didn't even know what me, but in the scene, they, they, they cut our scene, but you can't see it until the credits. It's me and Brian McKnight. Wow. And we're doing this thing, and I'm talking to him. He's talking back, and I'm telling you, we killed it. And me and him rehearsed in our in our trailers. I was like, when we get in there, I'm gonna use this voice like right, this. Right, right, right. You're gonna do this. Right. But like, literally, we were able to play with it, which right. a lot of people don't right. realize right. when you're acting. They go, do it this way. I do it more this way, and do it that way. It doesn't, you know, whichever right. one they keep. But you gotta right. be able to make that character do whatever you want. And you don't have to be John Sally. You're the character. Right, sure. And once I was able to get past my ego and realize I'm not me, I'm the character, right. they're not right. hiring John Sally, right. they're hiring the character. Right. I became a better mm-hmm. actor, I feel. You know, it was great that uh, Michael Jai White made that one, right? If I'm mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the fact, it was just funny. I, mean, I saw clips of it with the microphone coming in, dangling. Just, just the idea of that was dope. I would love to have been in something like that. Just to have fun. I'm surprised you wasn't. Because Tommy Davidson was hilarious. I think class. Remember on Wednesdays? Seriously, because he was like, hey, we're doing this thing. You've got to be in it. You was in Napoli, uh, Napoli uh, Ever After with my yep. girl, Sanai Latham. Mm-hmm. You've had some. I didn't know you was in Luther Vandross' um, um, take, me, take You Out video. Yeah. The hell? He called me and said, hey, they want me to play this thing. And I was like, I'll be in this video. <coughs> we can. And, and I, I love Luther. Luther was one of my favorite people on the planet. He was always nice to me, too, man. And he was such a big, huge star. And he was nice to me. Mm. He, you know, he did. Eddie Murphy was the same way. He was these huge stars, and they were nice to me. Right. And they realized how much like I adored and wanted right. to do what they sure. There's no basketball player that doesn't want to be a rapper or an actor. Right, right. There's not sure. one. Sure. LeBron did it. Right. Kareem did it really well nice. uh, in Airplane. Yeah. I think. Game of Death. Was a Game of Death, there. you know, he was blind, he, right. but he showed his athleticism sure, sure. and his karate uh, techniques or mm-hmm. his kung fu. Mm-hmm. But he was funny in Airplane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you I know, my that. name is Roger, that kind right. of thing. But I also believe you can be whatever you want to be. And I believe that about you because you was with RuPaul Hall and Drag Race. Bro, I bro. wish. What? I what? wish. What? You was I on. Wish, you was on there. I wish I was in more scenes. Oh, I know that's right. Let me tell you. You just a judge. Yeah. Ru, 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 RuPaul <laughs> is the hustle. Right. Okay. No, the, okay. There's no better hustle than RuPaul's except Tyler Perry's. Damn. Tyler Perry's hustle is the best hustle and the hardest hustle of anybody ever in Hollywood. And if you want to compete with me. I, I, I'm willing to sit there and listen. I know Anybody right. that disses Tyler Perry are haters. I know that's right. I agree with that. He's 100%. Yeah. Come on now. The dude have a studio that's already rented out for the next 20 years. Ooh. What? Right, right, right. The only one. Right. I'm, me and my boys down in uh, Atlanta, we starting this thing called Westville where we're opening up. We're gonna, I shouldn't have said anything. I should have just opened. But they need more studios. And I, yeah. I, I literally said, 
you go from and why I said RuPaul. Remember, they tried to cancel RuPaul once she was once uh, he was on um, on uh, the uh, MTV Awards and he made fun of Milton Berle. Oh wow, I remember that? Hell yeah, and that they was canceled him. Ooh, that was ass, a real sarcastic. He came out. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. But then he came back. Okay. And he got RuPaul's Drag Race, RuPaul's yeah. classic Drag Race, Ru- mm-hmm. everything, 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 commercials. He got uh, Old Navy. He wound up taking it all back. Those are all his sponsors. Those are all his shows. All his IP paid. All right. I'm going to change the shift because this part, something's near dear to me. I need to get myself together. With. I don't want to talk about your prostitute situation. Oh, wow. Okay. We'll talk about oh, then, All right. Well, good having you here now. Appreciate what John said. You, you and know, your stripper no, station. No, no, no. For real. Watch this. Watch this. I unfortunately, no, well, I don't even call it, suffer from diabetes. Wow. You know, yeah, I've suffered for years. You know, I didn't realize until years later, like, like you know, sugar's a drug. You know, people would say, if you stop bringing, if you stop sugar coming to the country, it'd be smuggled in like cocaine. Okay. And I didn't really, I started looking at it and realized back in the, way back in the 1600s, whatever, they had sugar cane in Africa. They were killing people for, to, to get the sugar and shit. They already knew how powerful sugar and sodium is. Right. But sugar, um, that's why I never look down at someone who has a vice, or has a crackhead or whatever, it could be sex, whatever, because I have a vice. It's sugar. Right. You know what I'm saying? I've tried to fight it. I've done like 30 days without it. It was like, oh, but then it just seeps back and it's like a chemical imbalance, yeah. man. You know, I heard you were sweet. Um, oh, that was the word in D.C. You were sweet. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like you couldn't get that joke in. That's a joke from 1990. Right, right So this is the deal. Everybody is pre-diabetic, and sugar is so powerful. It was the reason for the slave trade. That's how powerful sugar was. Sure. So they would bring the slaves over in the Caribbean, get the sugar, bring it from the Caribbean up to Massachusetts. Okay. Right? Okay. With the rum, package it as sugar, and bring it back to England. Then they said, hey, we can, you know, they got this thing called cotton too. We don't have enough of it there. We're using these different linens. And they connected it to the south. That was the reason. That's okay. how powerful sugar was. Sure. It is by far the worst thing that's allowed, and they cannot not allow it. Mm. But I did a documentary called Reversing Diabetes in 30 Days Simply Raw. Okay. And are you, you, you became a diabetic, a diabetic two, or were yeah. you diabetic one? I am not the worst one, so two. Okay, so two. When yeah. did, what age? Oh, no, about five years ago. Dog, I'm telling you, this is, this is what I'm telling you. I've already done it. Okay. We should take the cameras and redo it. You no longer having the effect of diabetes. Because mm. that's all it is. You're having an effect of your liver not working like it's supposed to. A pancreas too? Isn't that pancreas? Well, your pancreas had to take over because your liver, oh. which does most of the insulin making, okay. is shut down. So then your pancreas takes over. Then that breaks down. Right, sure. Now your DNA says that's what you are. But we can reverse the effects of diabetes according to what you put in your mouth and what you don't. Okay. I mean, and, and what you put on and what you drink and how. But it's so unfair that when we're children, we get rewarded with sweets, you know, just especially, and, and then the black community. Well, rich black kids do. Okay. I got, my, my mother gave me a cucumber. She was okay. like, yo, man, eat this, eat this vegetable. Well, That's well, all I, I got in the garden. I don't want people that poor, but the, the rest of the society, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But the rest of us, yeah, but, but you know, it was such a reward to get always sugar. I went to Africa a couple of times, you know, back in the mid, early 2000s. 
And I remember seeing people with like white teeth, you know, black Africans. I mean, I, I hate to say it like this, but nappy hair. They weren't look like they were well, but their teeth was white and Beautiful. straight. Right. But they didn't look like they would have white teeth. And I asked a friend of mine, I said, oh, I don't know so many white people with white teeth. What's up with that? And they said, because a lot of times as kids, they weren't rewarded with sugar. They were with fruits and stuff like that. And then right. they gave them other stuff to have. You did good in school. Yeah. I, I, okay. Well, you got, you got money, though. That ain't no, that, shit. no, this is me. Shit, okay. This is me. This one right here turning colors. I feel like a real old white, uh, old man right now. Oh, I thought it was Halloween. I thought you had candy corn. <laughs> no, I can't. House, I sat around and said, yo, like, why is this, why is this turning that color? Yeah. They were like, you're old, dog. <laughs> right, 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 sure. <laughs> you so, had them forever. <laughs> so, so yeah, you know, so what, what would you, how would you advise young blacks? I'm going to advise you right now. All right, here we go. I'm I'm, and, and this is for people who want to listen, whether they're black, white, or purple. Um, you should watch me help Pierre change his insulin intake. Okay. Like, if, you, if you're disciplined, it ain't even that hard. Though we can go to Houston. I'm about to do it with Willie D down in Houston. I had a place in Houston where we go in, they feed you, we give you every test in the world, and I say in 28 days, you won't have that problem. Really? Yeah. It only take me 30 days to get you maybe. If you're, death, if you're, if, if you're down... And I tell people, don't lie to me because it right. doesn't make me a difference. Right, sure, sure. Right? Don't make me a difference. I have, I have kids. And, uh, and 30 days, you can reverse my diabetes? No, you can. Oh, I mean, I can. Oh, yeah, nice. you can. I can, I can just, like, just like Orpheus said to Neil, I can show you the door. It's up to you to walk My through. last number wasn't good, bro. Yeah, well, let me, let me say this. We're going to make your penis work again. Oh, thank you. You're going to get your, your <laughs> because you don't want to get to the point where you're relying on pharmaceuticals. We're going to make everything work like it used to. And you're going to be happier when you wake up. And you're not going to have to worry about losing your foot, losing your right. finger. I know that's right. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right your there. teeth falling out. Mm -hmm. Your penis not working. Oh, shit. Um, your attitude being crazy. Your face breaking out. Oh, no, I look good. Right. You know, makeup is amazing. So <laughs> I, I just, all of those things that we take for granted, all we're doing is making sure your sports car looks like a sports car. Okay. And this is the deal. Dog, imagine you, how many people you would help if you do it first. I will take you on the offer. I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. Now, look at that, look at that camera. That camera, I'm, I'm looking at my camera. You, I'm dead ass. You will, you will do what's if, necessary. Because if, if you cheat, you're cheating yourself I get I get that, right. and millions of other people that you could be that. helping. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. You came on my show. I'm going to do what you asked me to do. For, you said no, 30? I'm going to show you. Show me. Okay, I'm just going to open the door. You're going you're gonna to go through it, and, and, and I think we should film it. And I, and I guarantee you, your numbers change dramatically. And the fact that you're allowing me to show you, then, like I said, you have to literally hand me the keys. Okay. You've driven the car this far. Okay. This is what you've got it to. Okay. Move over and take a sleep in the passenger. Let me drive. Okay. We got another five hours before we get to Vegas. Okay. okay. That, that's the way. But when you wake up, you're going to feel rejoiced. You're going to be happy that you're there. But let somebody else drive. Okay. Okay. I'm dead ass. So, okay. So you I'm won't dead. be a dead ass doing this, too. Dead, be if you keep ass. doing it the way you're doing it, you're going to be a dead ass. All right. Since you came on my lovely podcast, let's talk about your new joint. You got a new yeah, podcast. Yeah, I got a new let's show. Talk about that. It's uh, the John Sally Show. Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah, I, I, I still shouldn't have named it that, but yeah. I'm getting it to start off. And uh, I got Sally my own, own network that I'm bringing it on called Altered, A-L-T-R-D TV. Okay. okay. Uh, you can check it out. I got a couple of shows on now. I'm putting my daughter and I, we got a cannabis show that destigmatizes nice. it. I'm about to put 
the best Don vegan show ever nice. on the show. Uh, I got a show with my boy KD and my girl Tara where she's a foodie and he's a vegan chef and they go to different places and she talks about how great the food is and he goes, I can make that vegan. The, the problem with vegan... I'm, There's no problem with it. Okay, no problem with vegan. Okay. The word. Okay, the word. Plant-based. Well, okay, plant-based. Is how to find that and on... If you're in Cincinnati, you're in Cleveland and shit, oh, you're yeah, in yeah. Little Rock, Arkansas, yeah. wants to go. Yeah, it yeah. ain't that easy now. It's 100% easy. The, All right, how is it There's 13 vegan restaurants in, in Salt Lake City. Um, of course, all the white folks. We're talking about where the black people live at. We need to go raw. Yeah, well, I go raw dog all the time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I got three kids. <laughs> raw dog. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, you ain't been raw in a while, nigga. Uh, you ain't go raw. He ain't no raw vegan. You ain't no real raw, raw, raw. Hey, I, I just... Uh, <laughs> yeah, you just continue. Yeah, okay, yeah, I just read more now. Okay. Um, <laughs> I read more and I realize... It's so funny. I see a girl and I go, man. What's your mama's name? Because you look just like this girl I used to. Hell you know, I, no. I used to laugh. At, I used to wonder when the old guys be in the club. I go, man, what's the old dude in the club? I couldn't do it, man. My daughter is above 30. Oh, yeah, well. It's, it's not as cute to well, me as it used to be. Well, it's funny. It's funny. People always say, used to say that to me, like, you know, that's the same age your daughter. Yeah, but it's not my daughter. Right. <laughs> it's not my daughter. But that means, point, it's not my daughter. that means that the girl believes reality shows are real and doesn't brush her teeth on Saturdays. I'm fine with that. I see you on Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. And they, they're getting the clothes from, uh, <laughs> I, told, I told this one girl, I said, why are all of y'all sticking your tongue out to the side? And she goes, what? I go, if you watch, all of y'all do the same thing. Yeah. I said, there's no, there's no situation where y'all can be individuals. Right, right. Y'all got to do everything. Yeah, that's what young one. girls. That's what you know. Like what the young same girls do. wig. Yeah, yeah. You can't have the same wig and the same weed. Yeah, they can, and they it's, do, it's, and then them, them young girls do. Look, look, I do. I appreciate you being here. We do another segment. I know you hate segments and shit. We I do don't hate segment. anything. All right, all right. We do a segment. It's called IG creeping, and that means I go to your IG page. And my crew does, and we find some shit about IG. Well, you got to explain yourself. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, you, you, you ready for oh, it? Oh, yeah, because my IG is, is, is tailored Okay, perfectly. okay, let's look at this picture right here. What was you thinking when you was this? I mean, damn, the short shorts thing, what the fuck, uh, what is going on here, homie? Yeah. My girlfriend got longer shorts than that, bro. What's this up is with crazy. That? My daughters have those shorts now, uh, I, and they, they fit them, oh, oh, you and they're tight. And I, I literally said, yo, that was a, I wore a 29 waist. Dog, I was so wow, thin. Really? I was so thin in college, in high school, that my first year, you know, I was like the last guy picked on the squad, and he he didn't have a JV, so he put it on, and they gave me a 32 inch waist. My mother had to double and quit to get it down because my waist was 22. Wow! Wow! So in college, I was a 29 waist. Okay. And a size 16 shoe. I was still nigga, growing. You, like you got a long shirt on, nigga. Okay, how about that? I okay. do. Okay. I don't, <laughs> and and I, I learned where to put it. I, I see. Yeah. All right, let me see another picture. What we got here? Oh, uh, now what? Look at look at your boy. That's look Giovanna. At that's the superstar. Y'all can check out Giovanna Sally on all platforms. She's an unbelievable singer and performer. What, she is unbelievable. Were you were you auditioning for New Jack City? The fuck is that good? That, that big ass motherfucker. Uh, that was that was that's 19, a New Jack City phone. That was 1990. I can believe it. Yeah. All right. Because oh, I got a Brightling on. What we going with this right here? This All right. So I'm going to put you on this machine. This okay. is part of what the deal is. Okay. I put another friend of ours on this machine. He okay. lost nine pounds in one hour. Oh damn. Okay. What is because this? what this does? This is at a place called Solaire. Okay. And that's the EECP machine, which is connected to your heart. So. When your heart bumps out, it squeezes back 
blood to your heart first time your heart gets to relax oh wow uh 1500 pounds per square inch so literally in one hour it's equivalent to running a mile and it's clearing new arteries making new arteries and clearing old arteries you won't have a heart attack which is the leading quarter course of death oh okay in america is heart disease and stroke all right so this stops you don't worry this is going to be on the video you get on this machine uh, some very famous people, I can't say their names, right. get on the machine. Shaquille put one in his house. Well, I'm about to get on it. All right, let me see another one picture. We, 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 this is how you, you feeling this? And, and see, you're still a Bama because you got the phone in your, in your pocket, man. We don't Which, do that. Where, where's my on your phone? Right, on your right-hand side pocket. That's a phone right there, square. That, that ain't a phone, bro. You, uh, <laughs> yeah, you got square nuts? You, you shouldn't be nuts. looking so, so close to my, really, man? So close to my oh, package. That's your damn phone. I'm <laughs> out of here. Uh, uh, that's me on top of the world. I live in the mountains. Okay. So I, that's why, like when you said seven o'clock, I had to design what time I was coming out of the mountains to come down here. One, because it's all that water, all that ionized water right there. Okay. Two, I can see you coming. And three, it's just better to be where I'm, I'm where it's quiet. I grew up in the projects with the, with the JFK behind me. And it's a trip. Every day that Concord would fly over my house and it would rattle everything inside the house. Wow. This is me growing up. All right, that right, sound, right. noise, that when I got to Georgia, I couldn't sleep until I heard the noise. Now, when I left Georgia, I can't sleep unless it's quiet nice. or I hear crickets. Nice. Like, I, I don't want to hear anything, so I'm up in the hills. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Let me, I got this thing we play. We play a game on here. I don't play I, games, I, man. I I'm right. a grown-ass man. man. Okay. So what is it? You, you, I got to spin it. Hold on, hold on. But let's you know I'm the host of Michigan's Big Spin every, a, every month. Where's that at, man? Yeah, don't worry. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, the fuck's yeah, I Yeah, man, I'm trying, to, trying to promote the Big the Spin fucks I give, on okay? Michigan. Channel 4. It's not around here. Y'all see it every, every week in Detroit. Okay. So Anything it, in so Michigan. So here's a couple of things on it. You can tell us the, the biggest Just lot. spin it and we get to the oh, point. Fuck it, let's go. Ready? Give my... Which way do y'all want me to spin? I don't give a damn. Make it go around. Oh, that's a female spin. What is that? All right. That landed on, oh, it's kind of in the middle, but it, uh, it landed on, I'll get it off your chest then, motherfucker. Is there something on your chest? It can be about society, anything you I like this. About. I'm stealing half of these. Oh, uh, damn, half no. Of these shows. Well, that's normal. well, no one's watching you, yeah. so they're watching but, uh, <laughs> All six of y'all, just watch. Come over to... <laughs> Um, Get it off your chest. What, what's something that you want to talk about, man? Just, uh, just the society, what's yeah, happening? I got something to say. All right. It, it needs to be about now? It can be about now. Yeah, well, yeah, it'd be nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, is, this is the one thing I wanted minutes. to say. Okay, we literally know where we've come from. We, we, we have the history. We know we got to the point. But every year, we seem like we still deal with the problem instead of the solution. Mm. And we still look outside of ourselves as a community to do it. When we did connect, they figured out literally a way mm-hmm. to break us apart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fred Hampton got killed. Sure. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They put the other two in jail. They got it to the point where uh, Gil Scott Heron all of a sudden lost his teeth and they saying he was on crack. And then you got Huey Newton being run out of the building. They say he's on crack. Then you got Sam Cooke saying he, enough. Mm. We know it's a setup. So we don't need one leader anymore. We need to make everybody leaders and then everybody be disciplined and they won't be the weak link. We need to stop talking about the problem and tell me the solution, mm. right? Whisper like to me how to get off the plantation. I like that. 
That's what I'm saying. I agree. All right, all right, well, cool, cool. All right, the last segment I have on here, this nigga here, it's called, it's called Five for Five. This is where I give a little love to a comic, I think, a dope comic that needs to, uh, you know, get a little, little shine. Maybe haven't had a shine in a long time or yeah. an up-and-coming comic. So I let them uh, do, a, do a situation where they do five minutes of stand-up and five minutes of sitting down, um, you know, on my show. And we do, like, like a little miniature P.S. Panic Room. Right. And so I'm going to show you a comedian. So let's watch this comic right here. Yeah, right? the ones that have nothing yeah. to do. Really? Wow. Five for five. 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 From New York City, man, I've known for a long time from the Bronx. Very funny. He's been around for a while, man. Killing on Def Comedy Jam. I just believe he really needs to shine, y'all. Give it up for the one and only J.P. Justin. Five minutes is great time, too, because I got on these compression socks. <laughs> these compression socks are squeezing the shit out of my life right now. Anybody over 50 that know what compression socks are? Clap if you know what compression socks are. Yeah, these motherfuckers right here keep your dick hard. Let me tell you something right here. This is and when you're over 50 years old, I'm married for 23 years. That's one thing I want to put out there right now. Everybody, 23 years I'm married. And uh, when I hear all these guys talking about erectile dysfunctional, that's this, the, the, the dick don't work. Uh, not, not, when you, not when you got on compression socks, hell no. This motherfucker will squeeze your dick hard as fuck right now. And I'm glad, I'm glad that I can keep up with my wife, because my wife now is going through her sexual uh, liberation. And she want dick a lot more than I can offer. And uh, it seems like she calls up just when she, let me tell you something, ladies, y'all act so different when y'all ready for some dick. Uh, usually when she calls, she's so polite, hey baby, what you doing tonight? I'm nothing cool, what you doing now? Well, when she wants some dick, the phone call is to totally different. <laughs> Hello? Bring the dick over right now. <laughs> I said, what the hell's wrong with your chop the fuck up and bring the dick over right now? I drive all the way to my house in the Bronx. The whole block is sunny. Except for my building, they got a black cloud. And everybody in my building just looking at me like, she, she, she horny again, she horny again. And I get to my door, and my door's cracked open. Now, I know in the movies, white people just go, hello! But I'm black. This is the Bronx. Yo! Yo, you good? And all I can hear is... What's wrong with your voice? <clears throat> you know, I take slow steps. Yo! And she just appeared. Titties out. <laughs> Pull your dick out. Get your dick, get your dick, get your dick hard. She said, get your dick hard. <laughs> Climbed on top of me and she started growling. And I was screaming. Shut up, you bitch ass nigga. Shut up, you bitch ass nigga. And I got scared. Let me tell you something. When you're over 50, first off, anybody old, younger than 50, record your sex. It's very important that you record your sex. It's never going to sound like that ever again in your life. Young sex sounds so inviting. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, put the dick in there. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, oh, yes. 
older, me and my wife had sex. I thought I was watching the marathon of The Walking Dead. All I heard. No, 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 put my leg down, put my leg down. No, 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 I can't, I can't. No, 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 stop, 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 stop. My wife said, time out, time out. Who the fuck says time out, time out during sex? Not that whole, not that whole. And our bodies look different. My nuts is long as shit. You ever see them old people go down the stairs with long nuts? They're like, hey, hold on, they go down sideways. Stop, hold on for me. And my wife, titties long. She told me to kiss her nipples. I was like, this is the last time I do this shit. <laughs> my wife, titties so long, she don't even need a bra. She just put her titties in her pocket. Come on, baby, let's go. <laughs> hey, I had a great time with y'all. My name is JP Justice, y'all. supporting the show and watching the show since day one, bro. Uh, he ain't lying. He criticized all my shit. All of them. Every time I said, why are you saying like that? Why are you doing like that? Slow down. Why are you talking yeah, so yeah, fast, yeah, bro? That's who I am, man. That's I'm sorry, bro. But I see now. I see now. Your, you know, your, your picture was up there with, um... Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a little painful. Let's talk about pain and stuff. He's a big... What's your six? Eight. eight? Six, eight. Two, eighty? Three forty. Three forty. Three forty. Three forty six eight. Yeah, man. You should see me sometimes. Sometimes I'll be like, no, no, that's my oh my bad. But yeah, big dude, y'all. His last daughter left the house. This nigga cries like a bitch. Where all that? Where all that? Six, six eight. Three forty at? No, let me tell you something, man. They don't. They don't prepare you for the back end of parenting. Like they tell you about all of the milk, you need this, blah, right, blah, blah. Right. When you're a parent and you put the you put the time in and you put the gears in, okay. man, when them kids go away, that's your investment right there, bro. And I got four daughters, no sons. Yeah. So you know when they when they start shipping off, bro, I I could have it. You didn't know they were gonna leave? Come on, Blake, you do that for a long time. I, come on, don't need to do this for me, bro. <laughs> Take your time. That's what I'm doing. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you okay now, Ali? No. Wow. Yo, actually, they came back, you know, they came back for a little weekend visit. They okay. surprised me for my birthday. Okay. And, bro, I cried when they walked yeah. in the doorway, bro. I'm, I, I love them girls, man, you know. Yeah, you're a bitch. I see a negotiation with them, you know, with them club owners. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't get a little mama. <laughs> no, no, but I, I just, I just love them like that, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm talking about something that I don't give a fuck. I'm going to tell you. All right. You could get on the airplane forever. This nigga called me. Uh, I'm on a plane. I take all the way. Hey, yo, hey, yo, you going right? I said, yeah, I'm going right. Yeah, yeah. Let's see on the phone. <laughs> what the fuck? And did you get overflying the fear for your outfit right, so, right here? So here we go. I've been doing this comedy thing since 1989. Okay. I've been flying, running all around the world. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, okay, so during the with, with the pandemic, okay, with, with just being tired, okay, I was I was getting ready to get on the plane, and I caught a panic attack. 
You should, yeah, yeah. And you know, I, I, I'm not as luxury as you. I, I, I'm not in first class. I'm still back there with, with the commoners. Yeah, yeah. the commoners. <laughs> you're the back, you're the back of the plane? Oh, my dude. You ever been back there? Them no. seats ain't made for humans, no. bro. <laughs> Y'all see me here. I had to actually take one leg off and put it like right here on the floor. Yeah, this no. So I, it's horrible, bro. So when I, when I thought about all that getting on the plane, I was like, I can't do this. Right. And I called and I, I called you accomplished. You gonna really put me on the spot like this? <laughs> and I, it, it was the panic. And I was definitely I called him up like yeah. I can't get on this plane, bro. He said, What what the hell you mean you can't get on the plane? I can't I can't get on the plane. And I lost that airline ticket, six hundred and seven bucks. Wow. Wow. Lost that and like you said, you said eighty nine, you've been around for a you know, you, you say you've been around Thank for a minute. I, I know you for a minute. Um give me some some experiences, man. You've been around long enough, man. You ever work with anybody big and you know what I'm saying? Like, who'd you work with that was big? But well, we um, did a show, so you don't use me, but find someone. <laughs> find someone bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a thing, that's right. Yeah. Think about that. So me and Jesus. <laughs> no, no. Um, I've been around, like, a lot of cats don't realize, I've been around, like, for a lot of these guys' embryo states. Okay. I was there when Tracy Morgan literally walked in the club for the first time, and they told him, no, you can't come in. You got a blunt in your ear, you got a 40 in your hand. Like, yo, I, I just will come in here and do some comedy, yo. <laughs> Brother, you can't come in like that. You got to come in on another day. You can't do I'm going to come back. I swear to God, I'm going to come back. Wow. And when he came back, Patricia Walker. Wow, I became a star, right. Became a star. Right, right, right. right, right. Uh, I was there when Patrice O'Neill broke up yeah. a fight up in the, in the Boston Comedy Club. Really? And I didn't know Shout who he was. He was, he was a security guard. He was a security guard. Really? And yeah. you know, we doing our show, and he was like, you know, y'all blah blah blah. And then the fight broke out. And then after the fight, he said, yo, I wouldn't do this comedy shit because y'all comics don't know how to fight. Wow. So <laughs> Patrice Wow. So I was there for a lot of guys' inceptions, bro. Okay. Okay. I was there when uh, Chris Rock got chicken bones thrown at him. What? Chicken bones. Don't have me tell the story. Oh, yeah. well, well, tell it. Yeah. Tell it. <laughs> so before he was Chris Rock, okay. you know, he was he was Chris Rock, little Jericho dude. And the Uptown okay. Comedy Club in New York was like a real tough place to work out. Okay. So he used to come up there with that almost our humor. Okay. He looked like okay. right. he looked like us, but he didn't sound like us. Okay. And man, they booed him, they, and they threw chicken bones, and I don't even know how they knew he was going to be there to throw chicken bones at him. <laughs> but he wasn't famous, wasn't he famous? Wasn't famous at all. Oh, wasn't well, famous you know, yeah, we all took an L here and there. Yeah, we yeah. all took an L, that's true. Well, that's cool, man. Well, you had a great, you know, well, you still have a great career, man. Uh, where can the fans holler at you, man? Give them a shout out, you know, to your fans. You know, the six of them, I'm right there. <laughs> <laughs> Be in Pierre's house. <laughs> hey, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, I got I got uh, Instigated Talk, a very uh, comedy, it's a, it's a podcast that I do on any social media platform. All my social media platform is the same name. It's JP Justice Laughs. It's spelled the right way, because I'm 50 years old. I don't do that L-A-F-F-F-Z-Z-L-L-M. L-A-U-G-H-S Laughs. JP Justice Laughs. Come and find me, bro. Danny, give it up for Jeff. Five for five. Five for five. Five for five. Five for five. <laughs> he got yeah, talent. He does, right? He's talented. Come on, come on, JP. Give up for JP Justice now. Come on. Hey, a New Yorker too, like you say, from the Bronx. <laughs> okay, from the Bronx, okay? So, look, so you keep an eye out on him too, but you keep an eye out for him because, you know. I got it. He deserves <clears throat> it, man. A shout out to my man JP Justice again, man. Um, before I leave, it's time to give you some gifts, okay? I give parting gifts, okay? Really? Yes, I do that. I ain't. Are you still robbing yeah, people? Yeah. You know, in fact, this scamming life as well. That. I'm about to give you one of my books, raw off the off the thing. Wow. A book you get, 
There you go. It's called My 100 Homies and Phonies. It's about all the homies I had and phonies of Hollywood, and you are in it. You just don't know what part you played. Hey, you know what's so tripped out about this? No. I was looking for something to road weed on. And oh, wow. I, I, so, yeah. this is right about the really? right side. No, you gotta. Oh. Let me see. Yeah. I got and it bends like this. Oh, this is oh, good. Oh, my God. Y'all are treacherous for me, we man. Can good. Yeah, I can roll weed in this. This, this. this is a deck of cards from Comedy Hype. You oh, go to really? comedyhype.com forward slash uh, shop. It's about all, look, you can play like Uno, you can play Uno or whatever. This is all about you black You can't play movie. Uno with this No, car. you can't play Uno with that, but it's like black hit, um, black TV shows, black comedians, really? black comedy shows, black movies and so forth. And, it's, you know, you got to answer questions. So next time you're smoking weed with your friends in a big old weed festival, pop them cards out. Yeah, oh, you can open them. What you yeah, say? I don't smoke weed with my friends. I smoke oh. weed alone. Oh, wow. Okay, my <laughs> bad. I don't know how you No, but I, because I smoke my, my weed. And it's so tripped out. So... It's funny if you call me a, uh, a phony when I tried my hardest, just no one thought you were talented as Ooh, I did. Oh, my God. Well, Russell well, Simmons did. Russell, we, we, we're going to go. I got love for Russ. Russell really Russ. thought really thought you were talented. We all told well, him I thought he was I, well, I am talented. We all told him, yo, man, you're yeah. tripping. You're ruining your movie by putting this light-skinned boy man, in here. We I, don't I need it. No, no I, I literally remember when you got in that movie, and I thought you were a great pick for the movie. And I, I showed somebody the movies that we used to watch and be able to make. Right. Remember, they were happening. Sure, sure, we don't have that now. No, no, no. It's a, sh it's a shame. I, since you're talking shit, I got a shirt for your daughter, nigga, okay? Not for you. Right. Okay, this is a small, this is official. Feel how soft it is. This is real legitimate shit. What so is, give it to your daughter, this is man. This nice. This yeah, is, velvet. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah, is yeah. Uh, gilded? Oh, there. This is no, not no, really no, no. We don't do, we don't We're going to wash it and it's going to fall We don't apart. do gilded, brother. We don't do gilded. It's low budget. That's Yo, next level, brother. Can I tell you, you should put your name on the back, too? Really? Okay. Well, yeah. what, what oh, you put my... your pictures on the back? Oh, wow. You know that picture right there? That should go on the back? Really? Yeah. Only because when you have a shirt like this, this is walking billboard. And a girl with nice breasts. Right. Everybody's going to look at it and go, hey, what's that? That's, I want him to do that. She can explain. Right. So that logo should be her. I'm not going to tell you how to market. Well, thank you, though. Yeah, yeah. We, we see what you... But give that to your daughter and tell her thank you for being so yeah, sweet. Hey, Giovanni? Was that Giovanni? Giovanna. Yeah. Giovanna. She needs something okay. to clean the house with on Saturday. Yes. Here. Well, once again, man, John, thank you so much for coming and doing my show, bro. You're my love. man, though, man. I do, yeah. I do got love for you. I and do. we're going to really do the diabetes thing, man. I ain't bullshit with that now. And we're going to follow with the cameras, but it's on, it's on the show. Well, if you want to do it, we're going to do this. Yeah, I, mean, I own the sure. IP. You're just, you're just going to get you're just really, really, really. So, uh, one more time. Give it up, my man, John Sally, y'all. Show him some love, man. Thank you so much. I had a great show now with you, brother. I'm going to get to support this, man. Thank everybody who comes out. and I mean, not comes out. Who comes supports my uh, PS Panic Room. We're going to have another fly show. This was a fly show. I learned a lot about my man, John Sally. I used to hang with him a little bit here and there, but now I knew a little more about him. Now Ooh. I see why I didn't hang with him that much. So thank you very much, y'all. Enjoy y'all's uh, situation. Thank y'all. And uh, I'll holler at y'all later. PS Panic Room. Hey, I'm John Sally, and I survived PS Panic Room. Turn me up a little bit. Turn me up a little bit. If you like that show, like, subscribe, and comment below. You know, hit the, hit the notification bell. Hit the subscribe button, man. We want you around. Appreciate it.